Has it occurred to you that the systems we live by are not designed to get results? We pay for procedures instead of outcomes, focusing on emergencies rather than preventing disease and living a healthy lifestyle. For over 25 years, I've taken care of Olympians, Paralympians, A-list actors, and Fortune 1000 companies. If I did not get results, they did not get results. I realized that while powerful people who control the system want to keep the status quo, if I were to educate the masses, you would demand change. So I'm taking the gloves off and going after the systems as they are. Join me on my mission to create a new tomorrow as I chat with industry experts, elite athletes, thought leaders, and government officials about how we activate our vision for a better world. We may agree and we may disagree, but I'm not backing down. I'm Ari Gronich, and this is Create a New Tomorrow Podcast. I am here with Bert Oliva. My name is Ari Gronich, and we are talking about pivoting and making the most of your life during this COVID era. Uh, Bert Oliva is a good friend of mine. He's a leadership and behavior expert for over 20 plus years. He's been on stages with thousands and thousands of people, uh, runs with his wife a nonprofit that helps with... Um, uh, human trafficking, and he is also a social media expert. So we're going to be discussing the pivot. What are you going to do in order to make the COVID era the best year yet? So Bert, can you tell them a little bit about your background and why you're talking to them? Well, number one, I'm talking to them because of you. <laughs> oh, because you're asking me to come in here and I say, sure, let's do this. One, that's a good example of collaboration it's time to collaborate but before i go into um giving you guys some of um ideas and things that you should be doing let me go ahead i've been doing seminars for over 26 years all over the world um when it comes to leadership and human behavior that's my main focus however we have been doing social media uh, for quite a bit of time now and it really we tie it in a little different because we actually apply leadership skills and human behavior within social media conditioning skills it's more of a marketing uh, strategy how is it that people can relate connect with you when you're doing things like this like going live you know how, how how should your background be set up why is it set up a certain way what colors are you using so we get into all that but like back to what i was saying is i think it's really important that right now a lot of people reach out reach out and collaborate with other other creators even in, even people in your own industry Forget about competition. There's a thing called co-opetition, working together. And this is a time that people, those that work together with other people and collaborate are the ones that are going to succeed. The way life was will no longer be the same way. Everything has shifted. And that's one of the things. Things that we, you know, peeping at, being in the industry of self-help, we all know this already. It doesn't matter what level you're in. If you just got started, you've been doing it for 50 years. It's all about helping people. It's about, you know, helping people, teaching people new skills and tools, thinking positive, creating affirmations, mindset, all that stuff has been around forever. However, some people get lost in the journey of self-help and it becomes a thing more to feed their ego. If you got into this business, it's really about helping other people. There's no better time than now to actually do it, right? Like doing these things that we're doing right now. Absolutely. So how can, how can somebody, um, you know, dismiss the fear and start living the passionate life that they really want during this particular time? Because a lot of people are out of work, not going to be able to go back to the same job that they've had, not going to be able to go back to the same work that they've done but they may be passionate about something. They may have a hobby that they're really interested in and they want to get started on creating that life now versus in 10 or 20 years when they may retire, right? So it's really simple though, really simple, right? This is the recipe. Stop consuming social media and start creating. Because <laughs> everyone's on social media, the problem is that most people are just consuming information. That will bring in fear. That'll bring in doubt. But you have all these fabulous ideas and things that you know that people want to hear or people want to get into 
um, your product or service, whatever the case is, you have all these great ideas, but you're spending so much time in consuming information and not creating that all you have is a dream. You know, the best dream happens when a person takes action, but not just consuming information. So you want to go ahead and get away from fear? You know, make sure you schedule your time for that fear, right? Like I tell people, go ahead and say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and wake up in the morning and look and see what's going on, you know, with the coronavirus and all this stuff. Let's go ahead and see what's going on, but only for like 30 minutes. Turn it off. Don't look at it again till the end of the day. And go into creating your, your best life. Go into creating all these great ideas and make them actually really come alive. Not in here, but actually like what you're doing right now. You know, this is something you wanted to do for a while. And you said, you know what? You're taking action. And then people are going to make fun of you. Of course, you know, but some people take it too personal. I look at it this way. If I have no haters, no one knows me. <laughs> you need to be grateful to have haters. So if we get one negative feedback or comment in this feed, I'm going to be so excited because <laughs> that's what you really got to look forward to. Look, the only reason you're going to get haters and people making fun of you, besides those people that you know, is because you're making them feel uncomfortable. You're triggering something inside of them that they know maybe what he's saying is right, but you know I say it different. Yeah, but you're not doing it, and I am. So that's going to piss people off, and they're going to come out and say, well, you're not that great. You're, you know. And then the funny thing is when you really go and look at some of these trolls and haters, number one, they might not have any followers. Number two, they have a fake little av avatar that's not even them. So what, why are you concerned about that? Go out there. You know, your goal for today should be I want to go out there and get myself five haters. And the only way you're going to get haters is by getting out there and getting seen. Right? The more people that see you, the more waves you're going to create, the more tension, the more your information goes out there, the more there's going to be those trolls and haters that are going to come at you and say, well, you're not doing it right. Your background is not right. That make it happen doesn't make a difference. Cool. That means you're doing something right. But just sitting at home and consuming all that negativity, like I tell people, CNN for me has always been constant negative news. <laughs> if it's not negative, it's not news. So you're consuming all this news. And again, not just, it could be Fox, it could be whatever you want. It's still negative news. So you go in there to consume a little bit of it to be in the know, because you really want to know what's going on, especially your state of the world. But then don't get stuck there. And then when you are following certain people on social media, choose who you want to follow, right? If you want to grow and expand, why are you choosing people that are putting content up that you don't approve of? Right? You tell me who you hang with and I'll tell you who you are. It's a quote in Spanish and it doesn't translate well in English. Dime con quien anda y te de quien eres. Tell me who you hang out and I'll tell you who you are. So even though you're not hanging with them physically in front right now, you know, face to face, you're still hanging out with them on social media. So be selective of who you're following and what is it that you're watching. So if you're hanging out with Anderson Cooper <laughs> on CNN, <laughs> you're hanging out with constant negative news. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm just saying that as a joke to just let people know that at the end of the day, think about it. The news is in the, look, anything that has to do with media, they're in business to get, to sell advertising, right? So again, I'm not beating up CNN and I'm not beating up Fox. I'm just saying at the end of the day, they're going to give you things to give you fear. So you stay watching. The more you watch, the more ads they can sell. Same thing on social media. Right, they're, when you look at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, they're in the advertising business, right? They wanna go, go ahead and sell ads. So how do they say, sell ads? By keeping people on their platform, right? So it's the same thing. At the end of the day, consume enough information to be in the know, and then stop it and move on with your day or your life and make things happen. All right. So if somebody was like, say, passionate uh, about some hobby, right? And they wanted to get started now because they're out of business, what would be some of the first steps to doing that? So, okay. I don't know about hobbies, but the thing, what I'm saying is this, look, go, why don't you do an inventory? Inventory in your business, what is it in my business that I could start doing online? 
Because whether you're online or not, or you're earning money online or not, is inevitable. You need to do it because it's the new norm, right? Everyone's got online. The only thing this coronavirus has done when it comes to social media or, or digital platform, or, um, like what we're doing right now, it's pushed us five years ahead of time. We were going to be there eventually, but now we were forced to be here. So start thinking, what is it that I have in all this knowledge, all these years of experience like yourself, you know, you're one of the best and, and may, for lack of better words for me, but probably you're the best chiropractor I've ever had in my life. You know, in two seconds, you did this one thing that even my, from my toes all the way to my last hair on the top, snap, right? However, at the end of the day, how can you put that online? What is it that I can give out there, give value? And also remember this, don't go thinking about what product or service I can sell online because that you're going to fail immediately. Go out there and say, what value can I give? Value driven. The more value you give, what happens is this. When you give people a ton of value, they don't want to buy your product or service. They want to buy access to you. And once you've done that in your mind and you figured that out, that's when you become successful. Those people that try to sell a product, you might do really well for a month, two months, maybe two years. But eventually the product will get old and then you got to create another product. But if you are selling access to you, which means, yeah, you have products, but you're giving so much value. A lot of people are like, well, Bert, you give way too much value. You know, and, and one of your three hours webinars is like, you know, 10 years of information. And why would you do that? Then you'll run out of information. No, I believe for me, and some people may believe, you know, in the higher power or the universe, for me happens to be God. And I truly believe that the more you give, the the more you all your information, you don't want to give it. That's all the information you're going to have. When you start giving information, you wake up in the morning, you have new ideas, new concepts, new things. You're like, oh my God, you know what? I spoke about this, but this is really now the way it's working. So become a content creator. And what I mean, not like a YouTuber or whatever. Content creator is create content, go out there and give it away. Get yourself on every single show you can right now. Even with Ari, go ahead and reach out to him and say, Ari, when can I be on your show? Don't sit there and just watch this. If you have some, uh, if you have content, you have information, you have value to give, reach out to Ari. That's what you need. And reaching out to those people that are providing shows until you create your own show, and and start collaborating, start working together. Even if you do the same thing, you can have a conversation. You can bring someone here on your show, Ari, and have a conversation when it comes to. Um, spiritual healing and have a conversation when it comes to being a car. You can put a bunch of chiropractors here, do a zoom call with like 10 chiropractors. Some things you will agree, some things you won't agree, but every single one of them should have a niche and everyone will have, a, I master this type of work and I master collaboration, work together. This is the time to do it. So if somebody is passionate about something, what I'm hearing you say is to express that passion outwardly via some sort of content creation, whether it be a blog or a vlog or a live, anything that you are passionate about, start expressing that now. Now, and then like, like what you said right now, one of the things that people, they go after fashion, right? Like for example, they, they have a status quo. Oh, podcasts are doing really well. I'm gonna go ahead and do a podcast. And they're not good for podcasts. They don't have a good voice. They just don't know how to do it. Maybe they're good for Zoom calls. You know, maybe they're good for just doing social media. Don't follow the trend because podcasts may be now, but next week it might not be good, right? So don't just jump on the next wagon and say, okay, now podcast is in a trend. Let's go ahead and just do podcasts. But you never completed the, the series that you were doing on Zoom because you know podcast is cool so why why jump people don't stay on as long as they have to to really see success right before they get it they jump off and go somewhere else if you stick to it you will win so what i'm hearing is you say express your passion and be consistent about how you do that and then that builds followers collaborators partners and, and find your vehicle Add that, to add to that, you need to find a vehicle. What's your vehicle? What's your vehicle of choice, right? Like a lot of people will go ahead and buy the latest iPhone. And, you know, it's supposed to be a 
smartphone. Phone is only a person that has it. So at the end of the day, you have an iPhone. They spend twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars for the phone, and they only use it to look at their social media and maybe do some texting. Why buy that phone? When I know people that I know that are creators, and they do it with a phone that costs them three hundred dollars. They don't have the same video quality, but you know what? At least they're doing it. Six months later, they don't buy the latest phone. They don't have camera equipment. They evolve because they were doing it. You can only learn by doing things. You can study everything you want. Like I can study all your years of what you've done and then go ahead and look at all your YouTube videos and then go and try it. And next thing you know, I, I really hurt someone. The reason is you studied and then you applied. And the more you applied, that's how you become an expert and a master in what it is you do by taking action. So now you have someone that, and you know these people that will sit down with you, have a conversation, and you know everything you know. Oh, they don't know anything. They know the theory. Thing I know. I don't know. No, but you, they know. <laughs> no, but, but you understand what I'm saying? They, they, pretty cool. And then when they go and they put their hands on the person, you automatically realize, no, these people don't know. They've read every single book. They, they, they have a theory on how it works, but just by the way they place their hands on the person, right? So that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, okay, great. You've learned a lot. You study a lot. When are you going to start taking action? Right. That is like me with, with digital technology and social media. I've been, I've watched videos on how to build a website. I've, you know, watched marketing. I've, I've taken classes. I've been in seminars on marketing and, and so on. And I know the theories, I know the concepts, but when I actually get down to the doing of it, it, it takes me a hundred hours to do what somebody else can do in one. And That's fine. That's fine. But look, how many shows have you done so far? I've done about five or six of these shows. You've done six of them, right? Yeah. Now remember, you have all this knowledge. You're starting to take action on the knowledge. Be honest with me. Is this the easiest one you've ever done out of the first six? Um, it's not easy, but it's easier, yeah. I mean. That's what I said. It's easier than the first one you did. Well, imagine after you've done 60 shows. And that's and emotionally easy. It's also muscle memory. Now you know how to turn on the camera. Now you know where the lighting has to be. Now you know if the microphone is working. Now you know how to go live on Facebook, right? So now imagine, imagine when you've done 150 shows and now you have 100,000 followers. People will come to you and say, Ari, you know what? You're so lucky. You work, you studied, you put all the information in your mind, and now you decided to take action. Right. That's how you see. Right? It doesn't just happen because you've studied every single video or encyclopedia on a certain topic, and you may know it, but until you don't start applying it, that's when you start becoming an expert. In fact, in fact it's been said, right? You need over 10,000 hours in something to become an expert. Right. 10,000 hours is more than one year. <laughs> right. So that just gives you an idea. When people say, you go on stage and you can rock that stage like no one else can. Well, I've been booed off the stage. I really got kicked off the stage. And I'll share that story with you one day. Um, people actually threw stuff at the stage. I went through this whole process. Now, when I get on that stage, very few people can rock the stage the way I do. And I'm not being arrogant, I just know it but it's also more than 10,000 hours being on the platform and knowing how to communicate with people. So during that ramp up, the emotional, um, the emotional is what really tends to stop people. I know that that stopped me a lot. I grew up in Hollywood and uh, never liked myself on camera, never let anybody take pictures of me. Uh, I've recently lost 140 pounds. I feel a little bit, of bet a little bit better now, but I still look at myself and go, hmm, you know, this, maybe I should grow a beard like that to cover up the, the double chin or, you know. You can't, you can't see my double chin. <laughs> so, you know, the emotional side of starting something new, let's address some of that. 
understanding. Um, motion creation and motion creates emotion, right? So at the end of the day, part of the reasoning that the emotion starts affecting you is because you're not moving around. You're sitting still. As soon as you move around, and you know this because you've taught me some of this stuff. My back hurts, you know, I'm every game bird, why don't you start this <laughs> instead of this? You know, you, if you move in a different direction and you focus in a different direction, you will feel different. You know, like what's your, your cycle in the morning? What cycle do you have? Right? What ritual? You know, what routine? Oh, I used to have a routine. I used to wake up at six in the morning and then get prepared, brush my teeth, go ahead, go to the gym, work out for two hours. Okay, so you're telling me that the pandemic changed the routine? or you've allowed it to change your routine? Well, that's your first mistake. I still wake up at six in the morning. I still work out. I don't go to the gym. I've created a makeshift gym in the backyard to at least get my mind thinking that I'm still where I was. I'm still following my goal. I'm still focused. Most people have allowed this thing to happen and they're like, you know what? It's just gonna take me one day. I'll just go ahead and take two days off, three days off. Now, what happened to their, their routine? They wake up at 10 in the morning, at 11 in the morning. When you wake up at 11 in the morning, you now feel like crap just because you know you used to wake up at six. You're not working out. So now you're like, okay, I'm gaining a little more weight. You know, now you get the press. It starts working against you. You know, motion creates emotion. Move. There's a thing in Spanish. <laughs> if you like beans, they're called Goya beans. You know, Goya means get off your assets and move create a move right don't wait for it to happen but that's what a lot of people are doing you know i'm bert oliva i've spoken for over 26 years shared the stage with some of the best people on the planet so they should be calling me no i wake up every morning like if it was day one for me like when i was in my 20s when i had this big dream to be able to speak all over different stages around the world i wake up with that hunger in fact, just talking about it, I'm feeling it, right? At the end of the day, that's what I tell people. Act as if this is a perfect opportunity to start all over again because there will be a new norm. As much as all these experts are saying, we're going to go right back to where we were and the economy is going to be great, that's all wonderful. But there's a major hiccup that happened. There's a new norm. A lot of people will not go back to the same job. A lot of people have just realized that, guess what? This can be my new job. I figured out how to do interviews. I figured out how I can make monetize on digital on a digital platform. So at the end of the day, new millionaires will be created as we're speaking right now. And what makes them different? The only difference is they're taking action. Back to the main thing, taking action and making it happen, right? Like I, I say right here, make it happen. The only way you gotta make it either you make it happen or it's gonna happen for you know, life is just gonna pass you by. You know, there's no such thing as luck. Right. I truly believe that. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. You're prepared. You had all this knowledge about getting on a platform, social media, whatever, and then you did the first one. I'm sure the first one, was, I haven't seen it, but you're probably like, hey, where's that start button? What, what do I got to click? Where do I go on Zoom? Do I have a background? All these things. And the second one, third one, this is number six. I can't wait to see number 12. I can't wait to see number 50. You're going to get better. I, I am uh, planning on it. Um, I mean, it happened. So why don't you talk a little bit about how Make It Happen got established in 1994? What was the pivot that you were doing when you decided to make it happen? And how is that, you know, similar to what somebody can do now? Well, we're all the same. Nothing, nothing that we've learned from the, the masters of self-help, which to me, they were Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, um, uh, Norman Vincent Peale. Those were the guys that really created this whole mindset for me. That's what I've learned for years. And those are the guys I used to study. And I remember um, I used to work for Xerox Corporation. And Xerox Corporation, they taught us how to become the best salespeople in the world. You know, we used to go up to Leesburg, Virginia, where they had, um, I would call it a compound, but it was really like uh, their, their college, right? So you'd walk in and you would go ahead and take a course. They would actually keep you there for a week or over a weekend. And you would do the course. You could not. You were not allowed to leave the campus. And if it was raining or snowing, it didn't matter because from your dorm, the only way you can get knowledge, I mean, the only way you, um, even if it was raining, from the dorm, they had underground tunnels 
especially to the classrooms. So they said, you have to be there at seven in the morning. If you weren't there, they would lock the door and you would miss that session. So I learned a lot and I got turned on by back in the day. I remember seeing Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and, and you know, all these greats, Brian Tracy. And I'm like, man, I would love to do this one day. You know, I wanna, I wanna be able to do this. And I remember um, Les Brown and, and one thing I learned from was, you know, every time people would do the same thing, I would leave the place and then um, I would always ask myself, how? Well, he always, he told me, Bert, how is none of your business? That's what holds you back. So I started saying, well, you know what? Back in the day, there was only two markets for motivational seminars or, or empowerment. It was Anglo whites and black Americans. You know, you had T.D. Jakes, you had Les Brown, you had Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn. There was no space for a Latino guy called Bert Oliva. I said, perfect. And that's where it all started happening. You know, I, I went, first thing I did is I started mentoring and going to every single program I can go to under these masters and getting involved. And then I realized as I started doing events and, and I failed at first and I got better and I started studying and not a lot of those guys, had been, I was able to share the stage and have their, share the stage with them. A lot of them, not only were, are they, they're still my mentors, but we're also personal great friends. They're great personal friends of mine. And again, I started with a dream. And the only difference between this Cuban, you know, American-made guy, um, has shifted his life is because I took action. And I take action every day. Even for people who are like, well, you really burn. You're in a great position in your life, you know. And you, you come over. You see how we live. We're pretty, you know, laid back. We enjoy life. Really, my children are around me. We travel the world. They come with me when they can. When they can't, they don't. If they want to, you know, it's that lifestyle. So at the end of the day, how did I build that? Because I work every day on my dream. Even when I get to a certain level, I do enjoy it take a little break, like maybe a week, <laughs> and then I go right back at it because it's not really work. It's what I love to do. So in 1994 is when everything really, the pivot came in, you know, what you were talking about, the, the pivoting point. I remember in 1994, you know, I was walking out of the house and I couldn't find my keys and, you know, and then I, I was upset and, and then I said, today's going to be one of those bad days and you kind of program yourself with a bad day because whatever you say to yourself, whatever the mind um, um, whatever the mind conceives, uh, whatever the mind can, what, what, in other words, whatever you tell, whatever, what, say it again. whatever the mind can conceive, it can achieve. Yeah. Whatever the mind uh, can conceive and believe it can achieve. So you start telling this to yourself. However, when you voice it out and you hear your own voice saying today is going to be a bad day, chances are, even though it's a beautiful day, you will find the negative in that day, just to be right. So I said, today's gonna be a bad day. I couldn't find my keys. I get in the car, I drive away, I get into a fender bender. Now I'm upset to say the least. Next thing you know, I go ahead, I'm running behind schedule and, and you know I get a ticket for that. By the time I get to the office, I'm standing by the water cooler and telling everyone, I knew it was gonna be one of those bad days. And that's when I realized, if I would've started my day different, and I would have shifted my words and I would have said to myself, maybe if, if I didn't say it was going to be a bad day and I would have said something else, that my day had been different. So that's when I started realizing that if you get wake up in the morning, you're not having a great day. And the first thing I said to myself, which is what Make It Happen came all about, is you reach, high, you reach as high as you can, like you're reaching for the stars and you just grab it and you're pouring it down. You say, what are you going to do? I'm going to make it happen. And it became a thing. And then, you know, we go to the seminars and people love it, but it's, there's more to it. But at the end of the day, when something bad happens in my life, I don't react like I used to back in the day. I'm more, I, I'm able to like say, well, wait, wait, this is not a good thing, but what am I going to do? I'm going to make it happen. That's become my thing, right? So at the end of the day, you keep moving forward, but don't sit there and say, oh my God. Or, you know, for those people that are waiting for a stimulus check, as soon as they got it, what did they do? Most people spent it. Instead of saying, let me go ahead and, and partition it and save it and, and think smart. No, because they were expecting an, another one in three weeks. Now they didn't get it. So now they're like concerned. Oh, my God, I should have saved it. You know, when I get this one, you know, uh, Ari, when I get this one, I will save it. They'll get this one. They'll spend that one too. <laughs> right? You got to go ahead and. 
and plan and, and, and look forward and what is it you want to do? What, what things do I need to go do, to do to, in order to get to where I want to go, right? So when I look at something like, you know, I want to get in shape. The process of me getting in shape took over three and a half years and I'm still nowhere near where I want to be. The coronavirus or the pandemic kind of put a halt on it with the momentum I had. But you'd be surprised. I haven't gained weight. I'm not as buff, right? Again, I don't have weights. But at the end of the day, I'm in pretty good shape. Why? Because maybe my body needed a break. I didn't stop working out. I stopped lifting weights. That's good. That's kind of what I've been telling you to do anyway. <laughs> I guess the pandemic heard you. And I said, hey, let's go ahead and stop first. Yes. yes. Um, you know, Jim Rohn had a, had a saying, and I don't know if it was his saying or somebody else's, but it's something that I remember a lot when I'm in the middle of a reaction. And the saying is, don't wish it were easy. Wish you were better. And that has stuck with me. I've kind of watched that video where he says that like 30 or 40 times because it's something I, for me, I need to remember, you know, I, I always want things to be easy. Most people want things to be easy, but the, that saying, don't wish it were easy, wish you were better has sparked that wish and that will for me to become active, to become movement, to, to do take action, like you've said, and create what I want to create. Because in my world, you know, a bully is only a bully because of the silence of others. So we need to get loud. We need to get active. We need to activate ourselves and those around us that believe in the same things that we want, that we believe in, so that we can shut down the bullies, right? So or change the system. My other great f favorite saying is we made this shit up. We can make it up differently. How do we want to make it up? <laughs> and let's start doing the things that it's going to take to get there. So it sounds like in 1994, you had a similar kind of realization that what you say, what you think is going to affect how your day is going to go. So if you're going to be in charge of how your life happens, you've got to be the one to make it happen. Right. The choices are there. You can either become a victim of life or a victor. Every single day. Every time you wake up and you walk out that door, you have choices. Even when you wake up, what's the first thought process that comes into your mind? Once it comes into your mind, shift it. It's not something you want to be thinking about. Right? Because think about this. When, when people get into self-help, this is not a, um, a sprint. This is a marathon. You have to work it. What's the difference with, 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 with a person that's just got into self-help and a person that's been doing it for 20, 30 years? Pretty much their thought process, their belief system, all these things. However, do they get upset? Yes. Do they get depressed? Of course. We're all human. It just doesn't last that long, right? A person that doesn't have the tools will be depressed for a year, a month, a week for something really dumb. A person that's been working on themselves, their mindset, their body, their eating habits, they get upset. What would last a year for that person may last two hours for this person, 30 minutes. They, think, they change their state. They collapse certain anchors. Why? They've studied it. So what it is, is you start getting better and better. And that's when luck comes in, right? Being in the right place at the right time. But being in the right place at the right time and not having the right tools, you're back to not being lucky. That's why you got to work on yourself. This is why you said in the beginning of the show, I have been studying social media and, and digital um, programs and all this stuff for years or for a long time. You know, I didn't even think you said for a long time. Well, guess what? That's why it's become easier to you. Even though you may think it's difficult compared to someone like us that we have a whole team that does it, that's fine. But I guarantee you there's a ton of other people that can't even get the software installed. Right? So you're that far ahead. That's what you got to look at. And be happy that you did. Celebrate. Celebrate everything that you do. Reward yourself by saying, you know what? After this interview.
not before the interview, right? And that's another thing. People reward themselves way too soon. Celebrate yourself. I'm going to celebrate for you that you've done six already. I want to, I want to come back on your maybe, you know, 25th. Oh, actually, 21. Because I love the number 21. 21 days to change. When you're ready for 21, I want to come back and look at the difference that you've created in just a few sessions or a few shows. And then people are like, well, you only have 21. You have these other people like, oh, I have a podcast. And uh, 5 million people listen to it. Yeah, well, you know, do they engage? Because you can have, like, that's one of the things. People are going after what's called vanity, right? They're, they're going after the vanity. Like, I have 2 million followers on Instagram. Cool, right? At the end of the day, you have 2 million followers. It was this young lady, and I'm not going to her name. She had 2 million followers. She tried to sell a $10 shirt, and no one bought it. Then you have someone who doesn't have 2 million followers, and they're making $100,000 a year or even a month with only 1,000 followers. Why? Because it's not the vanity number. It's the engagement. The community, the working, the building trust, getting people to know who you are, getting people to like you. So don't go after the number, go after the engagement. And that reminds me, if anybody has any comments, if they're watching, um, we're more than happy to answer any, uh, any questions that you may have for Bert or myself. Um, so I just wanted to remind you of that. Uh, and if you're watching on the replay, we'll also be available to answer comments or questions on the, you know, from the replay as well. So Which is something great you brought up, by the way, something you brought up. When you're doing videos like live videos, especially today, you get like 100 people to watch and you might get them like 50 to drop off. And by the time you're done with your video, you might end up only two people watching. That's fine. Because you know why? There's so much content going out there that they're just across. Where the numbers increase is after on the replay. Because then now they'll watch it when they have the time and they'll enjoy it. And not only will they watch it, they'll share it. And then some of them even save it so they can watch it two or three times. Like you did with that Jimmo video, same thing. So don't go after the number. Go after the content, the, the giving value. Go after the engagement. That's what we want. I, and I'm repeating that again because people are lost right now. They're like, I want to get 10,000 followers. You know, if I had 10,000 followers, I'll be doing so much better. You'll get 10,000 followers and you're going to be doing better because you're still not engaging with your people. You're still not doing this. You know, if someone calls you, no matter where you are, be honest, stop putting that prima donna concept of, well, you know, Ari, I'm really busy. No, I have a meeting. I'm going to be here for another 10 minutes and then I have to go. Bert, can you do it? Sure. Make time for those people that you care about. Find time. And then it's going to be kind of hard. We went back and forth, back and forth with my team and myself until we finally were able to narrow it down. But why give up on the first try? <laughs> You know, first time, you know, the dumbest question, the one you don't ask. Go out and ask, you know, hey, would you like to be on my show? They get no, that's fine. Check, move on. Next person. Don't dwell over it. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're, you've been doing some lives on Instagram and you're finding a lot of success with Instagram as a platform for doing lives. Uh, Zoom doesn't have a go to Instagram live. They only have YouTube or, uh, or Facebook. So give us kind of like, if you were to discuss your passion, which right now for you is, is social media as well as the leadership and, and behavior. Um, and you're going to, you're going to do your Instagram training, right? So what time are you on Instagram and give a little like, you know, before our, our, uh, we went on to video, you gave me some good pointers. So why don't you give the audience a little bit of yeah, well, as well. Social media itself, even though I prefer, everyone has a preferred social media, right? For some people, it may be LinkedIn. For other people, it may be Facebook. And that's great. I recommend you're on every single platform. We are on all, every single, if you look up my name, which is right here, Bert Oliva, you can Google me. You can find me on every social media you want. You, I mean, you just look for me. I'm going to be there. 
And the reason I'm telling you that is because I need to be there because it's not about me. It's about you. So even though my preferred social media is Instagram, yours may be Facebook. So if I work only on Instagram, I'm going to miss out on Ari because he's using Facebook. So a lot of the stuff, when we do training on social media, we, 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 we have a module that focuses heavily on Instagram, but across the board, they all work the same pretty much, right? And also remember, Facebook owns Instagram. So slowly, they're doing the conversion and moving people across. How are they moving people across? By reducing the algorithm, reducing the reach that you have on Facebook. I have over 75,000 people on Facebook organically, and I'm lucky if 3.5 or 4% of the people get to see my posts. But now I go to Instagram, and I got a good 30% of the people seeing my posts that are the ones following me. Why? Because they want to move you across. So just some of the tools, that's just one of the things, but some of the tools I tell people, look, you have a phone in front of you. When someone goes live and you're already used to being in front of a camera, when they're going live and you are, you have some time available and you'll be surprised how many people, you, you know how difficult it is when you first do your first live and no one shows up. Right? And you're sneaking to a camera and you're like, no one's here. There's no numbers. Or you get three people, four people, five people, and then one. You're like, <gasps> right? So think about this. Most people are going through that. So when you have, when someone is going on live, let's say, for example, you went live on Facebook or let's say Instagram. You're going live on Instagram. I see you populate on Instagram. I'm done with this interview. I don't have another meeting for like 10 minutes or 20 minutes, let's say a half an hour. But I got a few minutes to spare. I'm gonna request to go live with you. You're gonna see that, you're gonna bring me on. You and I are gonna have a conversation, we're cross-promoting each other, because Instagram will let my people know that I'm speaking to Ari, and it'll let the people that are following you know that you're speaking to Bert. Now, the, the person that you reached out to is gonna be so happy, they usually give you kudos, right? Like they'll say, oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring someone in. Bert Oliva just logged in, he's gonna go ahead and we're gonna have a chat, he is awesome. They're already going to promote you. So now you're doing this three, four, five times a day. You're networking online just by turning on your phone on live. You know, and you're not talking to yourself anymore. Someone already started it. They're just waiting for someone to reach out to them so they can have a conversation. So that's a good way to network and no one's doing it. Sounds like a good ninja hack. <laughs> well, all of our programs have what you would call ninja hacks. You know, I mean, we don't have it up here. But we have a free one-hour webinar that pops up. You can switch it to the other. Uh... Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have the domain name. So oh. what it is is Bert Oliva forward slash MYBO, Master Your Business Online, MYBO. Okay. Com forward slash MYBO. It's available for you to come in and get a one-hour webinar of some of the tips that we're talking about like this one right now. These are applicable tools, and it's not a pre-recorded session, and every session is kind of different, even though it has certain things that we always talk about, but like this just happened, and we've been using it. My team is reaching out a bunch of people are just talking to each other, and team is getting out, right? So at the end of the day, like remember what I said earlier is, Act as if you're starting your business when you were in your 20s or 18 or 30s, whatever it was, 40s, when you had that hunger, the desire to win. If you can sit there, then what happens is you're hungry. Les Brown says the best. In life, you got to be hungry. Right? <laughs> so you got to be hungry. So be hungry. Wake up in the morning say, oh, today I'm going to take over the world, Pinky. <laughs> right? This is what we're going to do. So what we're going to do is go ahead and I'm going to be on five lives. You don't have anything set up. No, I'm going to pick up my phone, make sure my background looks good. Go ahead and Ari's live. Let me go ahead and see if he wants to chat. You know, um, Adam, let me go see if he wants to chat. All those people you're following, they're doing a live and you say request to chat with them. They might open the feed. Now you're having to go one-on-one. -on -one. You just got online. So why, why? there's no excuse for you not to succeed in today's world with what's happening. The only excuse is you telling yourself that, maybe I'm not ready or maybe I need a better camera or when I get a new haircut then I'll do it I remember for four weeks ago 40 days beard 
now like your Cuban ZZ top. <laughs> it's just keep going. Am I going to concern myself with that? No, just show yourself. People buy from people they know and trust. And I don't think it goes in that order. My order is they like you, they trust you. The reason you're not earning the get out there them to know you. This is a moment in time where marketing is pretty much free. Once you know the techniques, market yourself, get your name out there. And as soon as this is over and there's a new norm and the events come around, guess who they're gonna call for the events? The person that was there helping create content when everyone else was gone. It's a no brainer. That's awesome. I, I, I am. <laughs> I'm blown away always by, by your multitude of expertise, right? You're, you're, you're not just the leadership and behavior expert. You know, you, you've been doing this a long time. Now, you know, you have a, uh, the benefit of having a great team and even more so a great partner who happened to be an advertising executive for a very long time, right? And she's kind of transitioned, you know, her- Well, well let, let me say something though. Again, marketing person. I am fortunate and I am blessed, right? However, those choices made, my wife was spending, a, um, um, choosing her degree or her, her course in uh, University of Miami. And she's like, what should I take? And I remember when I was at Xerox, learning how to sell and then being one of the best guys they had back in the day. I remember telling her the big boys in the, in the company, they're all marketing experts. Why don't you become, um, take your major as a marketing, you know, as marketing. She goes, I'll try it. And she fell in love with it. Again, choices, becoming aware, wake up in the morning and think you're alive and you're awake. That's the first step. However, like people are not awake when they open their eyes. They're aware. They see opportunities where other people don't. So become aware. Pay attention. Yeah. I've always had it. You know. And this is a really great time to reinvent yourself and to start living your passion. You know that that pivot that I talk about, and we're kind of coming to towards the end of our call. So I want to kind of bring us back to that pivot. This is a really good time to create what you're passionate about and to pivot yourself into a new place with new life and vitality. You know, for me, I've, I've been a therapist and a trainer for 25 years. I've, I've worked on some of the most elite athletes on the, in the planet and uh, actors, actresses, you know, in Hollywood. And I've been pivoting for the last year and a half towards more education. I've authored a couple books and, and courses and, uh, and been doing more consulting work and speaking. That's been my pivot. But this particular time has been a great time for me to refocus on that and start putting out in the world who I am and what I want to, what I want to do. And so, you know, for, for our, the, for the audience, you know, how can they do that in a effective, uh, you know, at, at least it's going to be frustrating at times because they're doing something new and different, but if they have that vitality and interest, right. And so you've talked about state changes, so how does somebody go when they're frustrated in the process of doing this pivot? How do they state change when they have never heard that term before? Oh, that, that, that's, that's, that would take another interview. <laughs> There's a process there. I mean, we can't talk about it in 10 minutes, because I got to go. But what I, what I do, you just said something. They're changing their life. They're, they're doing their pivoting point, right? This is the moment, you know, or calling turning point, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, this is when you create the shift. Why would you get depressed and disappointed? Why not think about being excited? Think about when you first drove your first car. For those people that drive cars, the first time you drove your car, your parents were probably telling you, or whoever was your caretaker was like, 
oh my God, make sure you put the foot on a break. Make sure you did this. And you're like, I got this. I got this. You're all excited. This is the same thing. Wake up excited. There's going to be some obstacles. There's going to be some fender benders. There's going to be some things that you're going to just, I didn't know there was a stop sign there. <laughs> and I'll figure it out as I go. But at the end of the day, it's exciting. Wake up with that excitement. And then even though those obstacles happen, cool. Like I tell my children and I've told a lot of people, become a straight up student. Fail fast forward and then you'll figure it out. <laughs> right? Make sure you move on. Les Brown taught me years ago. He said, Bert, you're going to fall down. And when you fall, make sure you land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. <laughs> so, so just keep those things in mind. So before I go, a couple of things I want to say. Number one, if you want to go to my free uh, webinar, all you have to do is direct message me on your preferred social media, Bert Oliva, direct message me, and we'll send you a link so you can actually choose the date, and it's absolutely free. And then, Ari, thank you so much. You know, love you, brother. Um, thank you for the opportunity, and hopefully looking forward to your 21st show where I'm going to be there again. <laughs> and I just want to leave you guys. My name is Bert Oliva, Cuban-born, American-made. Remember to live life and don't let life live you. I will see you guys real soon. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate all you do to create a new tomorrow for yourself and those around you. If you'd like to take this information further and are interested in joining a community of like-minded people who are all passionate about activating their vision for a better world, go to the website, createanewtomorrow.com and find out how you can be part of making a bigger difference. I have a gift for you just for checking it out and look forward to seeing you take the leap and joining our private paid mastermind community. Until then, see you on the next episode.